Sense Podcast. My name is Bree, and I am doing my first ever solo show. I know. What the heck? <laughs> I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. I have been such a fan. Like my friend, Laura Yamin, who hosts the podcast, What to Read Next. She's been on the podcast before. And my friend, Victoria, who hosts the podcast, The Reader's Couch. They both do these like random periodic solo shows on their podcast. And one, I'm like already just huge fans of my friends and what they do. But two, like I really love when they periodically just hop on the mic and talk to themselves. But I mean, just like, a you know, them talking to their listeners about whatever. Like I'm such a fan of that. And I felt like it was long overdue. I mean, obviously, like I wish Aaron were here and I will get into like the state of the podcast. But I have just really had this urge and this desire to like sit down and talk books with you guys. So bear with me. I hope this isn't a rambling mess. I I swear I came somewhat prepared. Like I have a notepad with notes that I scribbled on. <laughs> I have a half drunken Gatorade in case my throat gets a little itchy and I have a stack of books. So we will see how this turns out. I mean, I guess, I guess if it's too crazy, I edit so I can just like not put it out or I can edit out the crazy parts. But I think we'll be okay. I am recording this and planning to post it the same day because I already edited, I already edited, I can talk, (laughs) our episode that is going to come out tomorrow on the 31st of May. Um, So yeah, we'll get into like what's to come, but let's start with the state of the podcast. So currently, obviously, I am talking into the mic by myself and Aaron is not here. And I am so proud of Aaron, you guys. So Aaron has not left the podcast. Aaron is currently in nursing school, you guys. I'm so proud of him. And I I don't know if you've been a longtime listener, you may know, you may know from following me online, most of the life of the podcast, I was the one in school. Like when Sarah and I started the podcast, I, oh gosh, I don't even remember. I I, I've always been in school, you guys. So like I was doing my master's degree, my master's in teaching, which I literally started a month after finishing my bachelor's in history. And so I was doing that. And then I was doing a teaching program. Like I started the teaching program, I think like not even halfway through the master's, like a few classes in. And so I know what that life is like. Like my friend, like my friend, Rachel, who was on recently the film critic, Rachel Wagner, she tells me all the time, like, I don't know how you do it. And a lot of times I'm like, I don't know how I do it either because I look back on that time and I'm like, how did I? There were times where I would take two master's classes at a time. I mean, my school really recommended I only take one. And for the most part, I usually just took one, but I was using my GI Bill and I was very aware of the fact that like there are going to be a couple of times I'll have to double up. But anyway, even taking one It was a lot of reading, a lot of paper writing on top of doing a podcast with friends. (laughs) It was a lot. And we're a book podcast. So, you know, we read the books to have content to talk about. So and, and there have just been periods of time where the schedule got really out of control. I mean, very, as Sarah has always said, like a very wonderful problem to have. But yeah, we would have like four, sometimes even five recordings a week if we were like a guest on someone else's podcast on top of like my school workload, being a wife, being a mom. It was crazy. All that to say, my dear friend Aaron is in nursing school. And even though like our schedule has like really I'd say slowed down this year. Like we're very much, 
we're a lot more disciplined and very cognizant of like, we still have lives outside of the podcast. I just wanted to make sure that I was supportive of him and like what he may need right now. Like his, his focus should be on this new amazing career he's embarking on. And like, he also has a family. (laughs) So that is, that is where, that is where he is. And yeah. So I thought, you know, I haven't really had the opportunity to sit down and talk books. You know, a lot of times when we're talking books, we're talking with the author or, you know, we're venturing now into like inviting friends to talk books with us. So we'll see how this like sit down chat goes. But that's kind of like the state of the podcast, because I'm sure some of you guys are like, I'm hearing a lot of Brie and not Aaron. It, Yeah, he's doing amazing things. My mom graduated from nursing school, I think two years ago now. And it's a lot. It is a lot. And I mean, just finishing, that isn't it. Like you still have like state tests and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm so excited for him. He's like, he's super excited. And and I just know he's going to be such a wonderful nurse. So I can't wait for the day where it like slows down a little bit for him and he can pop on. Um, the episode that is coming up tomorrow, he did host. So like he's not gone, you guys. And we're just, we're all going to root for him on this new journey that he's on. I'm super excited. Let's talk about some of the standouts that I've read this year. Let's get into that. 2023 has been a year, you guys. <laughs> It has been a year. I'd say the the days in the days leading up to Valentine's Day, it was really rough. Like I was just so heartbroken. I did not know how I was going to like make it through this year. And then my maternal grandmother, she's my last living grandparent. She's been really sick. So 2023 has been it's been rough, but um as far as my personal life goes, things have really, really started to look up. Um, and I'm I'm in a very, very happy place. So that is really good. And as far as my grand, we're just, you know, keeping her keeping her comfortable and taking care of her. And I really wish that I didn't live a 12 hours drive away, <laughs> that I could just go and see her and wrap my arms around her. But my mom is with her, um, taking care of her. And my family has just really, oh gosh, they're just, they're just doing the best. They're just doing the best. But I feel like, I feel like in a lot of ways that has affected my reading, especially like February and March. I really don't feel like I read a lot, <laughs> which is crazy because January started off strong. And like the first few days in February started off strong. And then the world just like turned over for me. And it was like so hard to read. It was it was really hard to read romance. I'll say that during that time, but um I don't know. And then spring came and things personal life-wise really began to just shift and feel more beautiful and my family and I have been spending a lot more time just outside together. So I've been I've been doing a lot of outside reading, especially in the evening time. My boys will be jumping on the trampoline. We've adopted a puppy, so she'll be running around. My my teenage daughter will sit outside with us, headphones on, completely ignoring us. And like my husband's working on the computer and I'm reading and it's fabulous. Like all is right in the world. And I've absolutely loved it. So I'm back in this groove where like I'm reading. I just feel like I'm reading really slow. <laughs> I've come to realize I'm I'm a really slow reader. Like all my friends that are like in their ebook era, I have been picking up my Kindle so much more. But I'm like, when am I going to get that feeling of like, oh, I read so much faster on my Kindle? It's like, it takes me so long, it feels like, to read a book, but it is fine. It's fine. So I wanted to share just a couple of like 
my standout so far from this year. First up, Home to River's Edge by Nan Reinhardt. No secret, I enjoyed this book. She was, I believe, our last episode last Saturday. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. She's wonderful. I just really love talking to Nan. And she has created this small town, River's Edge, that is really hard to leave. I can imagine it being hard for her as a writer to leave, but as a reader too, I'm like, let's keep this going. There are just, yeah, the characters feel like my friends. They feel like my family. Max Diner, literally, I, I'm i like, I want to hang out at Max Diner again, Nan. Where's the next book? Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, obviously like all of these books can be completely read as standalones. Pick up Home to River's Edge. Uh, and if you fall in love with the town, go back and read the previous series. <laughs> While you wait for the next book to come out. But this one was, yeah, small town, second chance romance between Jasmine and Elias. Um, He dumped her like the days leading up to prom and she dumped cheese fries in his lap. I mean, that was years ago, right? And he is now a widow. He lost his wife, Amy. And their meet cute, the meet cute between him and Jazz kind of happens as he's, he was like renovating his house for him and Amy and then Amy passed away and he hasn't really had the courage to go back up there and so he's like standing on this road looking up at this house and he's like praying to Amy talking to Amy like if I need to finish it send me a sign send me a sign and then boom Jasmine who's on her way back from Washington DC like literally slams her car into the back of his car (laughs) because she swerved to hit a deer Nan has some of the best meet cutes ever she's she's fantastic so if you're looking for small town romance to read definitely pick that one up. The next one is another small town romance and it is Her Island Homecoming by Anna J. Stewart. You guys, I loved this book so much. Anna J. Stewart is a podcast fave here. We know that she loves Hawaii and she had hinted at this book a previous time that she was on the podcast with us. And there was just something really special about getting a small town romance set in Hawaii in paradise, you guys. Like it delivered on everything that we come to small town romance for. You're just also in paradise. (laughs) And it had so many things that I love. Like I love in a romance where, you know, one of the characters inherits like a B&B or a business. And that is the same thing in this story. Our heroine comes back to Hawaii. Her brother has passed away and she finds out that he left her like not just a successful family business but also community and family and the hero is he comes in from like San Francisco and his company like wants to buy the company from her and it's just it's a there's so the stakes are so high I was like ooh, you can just tell Anna J Stewart also writes like romantic suspense because the stakes are so high there's so much to lose but the romance the chemistry was just totally undeniable I loved it it's one of my favorites of the year so that is a Harlequin heartwarming keep it on your radar you guys if you're like looking for just a good small town romance but I, I hate to say with a twist but I feel like when's the last time I read a small town romance set in Hawaii I know that they're probably out there you guys but like I loved this it felt really really special the next one that I read this year came out in 2022 but I have to mention it because I read it this year and I loved it so much and that's the bookstore secret by McKenna Lee Uh, this is a small town childhood friends to lovers both our hero and heroine are back in their small town so they both left and came back and they're now single parents and I think on my Goodreads review, I put something like this just read like front porch on a summer evening with a cool breeze and like a glass of lemonade. Like, don't get me wrong. It does have a little bit of steam in there, but it was so 
cozy. I loved this book. I don't know. McKenna Lee's writing just feels like a big comfy quilt that you put over yourself. Like it's just so cozy, so comforting. And the romance was so sweet. And I I loved it. I, I read it a while ago, so I can't really say more than that. But when I was going through my list on Goodreads to like like make this list, I was like, oh yeah, I did read this book this year and I loved it. So if you guys see this one out and about, snag yourself a copy, download yourself a copy of the ebook. It's so good. It's so, so good. And then like, oh my gosh, I still have not stopped thinking about this book. Her Man of Honor by Terry Wilson. This is a bridal columnist who's a guru and is a jilted bride. So like her reputation is totally ruined when she's left at the altar. But her best friend steps in and they end up enjoying a kiss that leads to more. There's a surprise pregnancy in there. It's definitely like best friends to lovers at its finest. And you guys like, Every time I see this cover, every time I think about this book, and I, I I put this one in my review, I'm pretty sure, like, if you've ever had that experience of reading a book where you just can feel like this author has wanted to write this book for a long time, like, this book felt like Terry Wilson is writing the book of her dreams, like, that's how I felt reading this book. It is so, so good. And it's the first in a series. <laughs> She has shown us the cover for the next book. I think it comes out in September. I should have totally jotted the title down. I'm so excited. Like I'm I'm not ready to leave this world she's created. So I, I believe there were three friends. So I'm hoping we'll get three books. Um, but yeah, Her Man of Honor, you guys, taxi cab cover. It's it's gorgeous. The book was unput downable. I loved it. So get yourself a copy. Now, so I went through my email last night, I think. <laughs> and I saw that I had an email from the for Write for Harlequin. So I subscribed to all the newsletters. And there's a bunch of congratulations in order. And I wanted to like take the time and make sure that we shouted them out here on the podcast. So we have a couple of new Harlequin authors. So first up, we have Lori Batzel, who is going to publish two untitled books in which a dairy farmer enters a beauty pageant to win prize money and a chef from her past who helps her win a cooking segment. So I'm a foodie romance lover, you guys. I'm super excited for this. Congratulations to Lori. And then Isabel Pop is going to be publishing Let's Give Them Pumpkin to Talk About. <laughs> That's all that I really saw, but I love the punny title. I cannot wait to learn more. So congratulations to Isabel Pop. And then we have two love-inspired authors who got the call. So congratulations to Chris Madey Schmidt and Susan Furlong. I always love seeing our new authors who got the call. And I love me some love-inspired. So I can't wait to see what these ladies bring to the series. And then we have congratulations to author Anna James on her Harlequin special edition, A Taste of Home, which if you guys have not seen this gorgeous special edition cover, like special edition, I have to give them their props. Like I just love their covers. Their covers have been knocking it out of the park and specifically like their spring covers every year just blow me away. So if you guys see this one, yeah, congratulations to Anna. I have a copy already. I'm super excited to read it. Yes, get yourself a copy. Let's get into some of my anticipated releases. So this is where the book stack... <laughs> 
comes in, you guys. I have a couple that I jotted down from online, but for the most part, I have a stack of books next to me. So we'll see how this goes. First up, coming out June 1st from Stacey Agdern, Thule Publishing, their American Heartline, we have Benai Mitzvah Mistake. And so for all of my girls in their hockey romance era, this is the romance between Judith and the hockey player who derailed her sister's career. I believe the last time we had Stacey on, she hinted at this romance. It's the first in a new series that she has coming out with Thule. Very, very excited for that. And again, it comes out June 1st. And then from Love Inspired, we have The Reluctant Rancher by Jolene Navarro. And this is coming out in July, and then it will hit the shelves in August. And it's a childhood nemesis to lovers romance between FBI agent Enzo, who returns to Texas to help his sister, and he enlists the help of his sister's best friend, Anna. And I mean, full-on confession, I believe I've shared this on the podcast before, but like siblings, best friend is one of my favorite romance tropes. Like I know it catches a lot of slack. A lot of people don't like it, but I love it. I think it's because I am the oldest sibling and I never had that experience of like having an older brother with hot friends. <laughs> so I'm really excited for that. Let's get into the stack here. The first up I'll talk about is one that I'm actually reading already. So this one's already released. <laughs> Actually, both of them have already released, but I'm just now getting to it. I'm reading What Happens in the Air by Michelle Dunaway. This came out back in February. And again, this is a Harlequin special edition. It was a total cover buy. I did not need to know what this book was about. I'm like, they're in a hot air balloon. It's gorgeous. I need my copy. I literally started it last night. I'm not very far into it at all. Uh, And I didn't know if it would be a series or not, but then I was in Walmart one day. And as you do, when you go to the Walmart, I made my way over to the book section to see what Harlequins were out. And I saw All's Fair in Love and Wine. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this the same author of What Happens in the Air? Double checked. It was. I'm like, this has to be a series. Come to find out. It is. This one came out in April. So these are two 2023 releases that I'm very, very excited for. I feel like I'm in a special edition era. I don't know what's going on. I I mean, I love special edition. I just feel like, yeah, this time of year, especially like it is one of my go-to lines. The covers really, really get me. They just seem really fun and they like really embrace and lean into like the spring vibes that I'm here for. So I am really looking forward to both of those. Up next, I'm excited for their All-Star Summer by Kaylee Newell. This is part of her Sisters of Christmas Bay series. I know nothing about this particular book, you guys, and I don't want to know anything about it. I read her previous special edition edition, their sweet coastal reunion. And I loved it so, so much. I love this town she's created. I mean, maybe I too, I feel like I'm really in my small town romance era because I loved it. I was not ready to leave. I posted about it in my stories and one of the special edition editors were like, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. There's more to come. And I'm so glad that I've got my hands on a copy of their all-star summer. Like I don't want to know anything about it. I just want to go into this book. The cover is absolutely stunning. It has like this baseball field vibe going on. It's adorable. So I feel like Kaylee Newell is really one to watch. Like I cannot wait to see what else we get from her in special edition. Then I got, so (laughs) this one showed up from the publicity team. So shout out to the Harlequin publicity team. It's a two-in-one with Brenda Jackson and Yara St. John's. So from Brenda Jackson, we have Second Time's the Charm, Westmoreland Legacy, The Outlaws. And then from Yara St. John, we have Her Secret Billionaire. And guys, the cover is so gorgeous. I love a man of color, cowboy.
Doughboy, Brenda Jackson, and Yara St. John are just like two OG legends to me. I'm so excited. So thank you to the the publicity team for sending that my way. And then I have the July Mona Shroff release, you guys. So it's called The Business Between Them. I am a huge Mona Shroff stan. Like I love her special editions. I love her single titles. Don't get me wrong. But I really love what she's bringing to special edition. And I just love this like wedding series that she has going on. I just I can't wait to see what she does next. And I'm so excited to get into this book. And then I have our next Amanda Cinelli, A Ring to Claim Her Crown. I will be chatting with Amanda very soon. I know that this is a fairy tale retelling. She hinted at it the last time that we chatted with her. Um, and I'm just so excited. The, the cover is absolutely stunning. Harlequin Presents. It releases in August. I cannot wait. I can't wait to dig into it. I actually got, I believe the publicity team may have sent this to me. I have no idea. I'm so grateful. So wh- whoever sent this to me, thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I will be chatting with Amanda. We will be chatting fairy tale retelling. So hit me up. Let me know, like in the world of category or just romance in general, do you have a specific fairy tale that you enjoy seeing retold the most? Because I feel like this is a retelling that we don't see that often. I feel like when she told us what it was, I was like, hmm, you don't see that one very often. I feel like Cinderella, definitely. Beauty and the Beast, definitely. Like you see those a lot. So what is your fave? I would love to hear from you. But yes, that's A Ring to Claim Her Crown by Amanda. Amanda Cinelli, and it releases in August. And so this next, I want to say one, but it's actually two. Uh, I ordered this one from Mills and Boone. Yes, your girl hit up Mills and Boone for this one, you guys. So I have Rachel Doves, a midwife, her best friend, their family, and then Flight Nurses, Florida Fairy Tale by Deanne Anders. I wanted copies of both of these and I checked Mills and Boone and I was like, oh, they have it as a two-in-one. I really need to start ordering more from Mills and Boone because I really love these two-in-ones. I love this book. I mean, it's it. I, I love me a mass market paperback. Don't get me wrong. And I guess maybe this is considered a mass market max. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, It's not huge at all. I mean, there's two books in here and it doesn't feel super chunky. It just feels very, I don't want to say accessible, but like it feels easily readable. Like I cannot wait to just sit down and read both of these. Like it feels like very doable. You know, I think sometimes when you get like a chunky mass market, they can be a little intimidating. This is not that at all. Uh, So I'm really excited for both of those. And I'm so happy that they came together. I need to order from Mills and Boom way more than I do. Uh, So shout out to them. Love you, Mills and Boone. So let's get into my final like two little topics that I have here. So I have been subscribed now. If you've been, you know, keeping up with me online, I do post when I receive them in the mail. I've been subscribed to the Harlequin Romance True Love line now since I think I started paying for it in February. So like March, I think I received the first box. I love it. I am a huge advocate for treating yourself. If you are able to. I know it's a privilege. It feels like a privilege to be able to like buy books these days because things are so expensive. And that's kind of my thing. Like I have really had to cut back on buying books this year. Things are really expensive. Like we are a family of five and going to the grocery store is so stress inducing. Just thinking about all the, all the things that we need, the price that everything costs. Like I just remember my days back day, you know, years ago where I would give myself like a $100 
$100 as like my book budget for the month. And it's like, wow, that was so long ago. And it was a totally different world. Like that would not fly now. But my subscription to this line is like the one way that I am, yes, I am going to show up every month and make this happen and like treat myself. And I loved it. So I mean, all that to say, I know that the world is crazy. If you are able to treat yourself, you know, (laughs) like I know there are always these fantastic sales and I know a lot of, you know, a lot of readers like close friends and I have had this conversation like to some readers, it doesn't seem worth it, which when you look at the sales that Harlequin has totally, totally makes sense. Some of the sales are totally bangers, especially the end of the month sales. I feel like if you can wait that long, but I cannot, (laughs) but I personally love it. They show up, you know, I think this, this previous month that I got them, they showed up like three or four days in into the month. You know, I think the longest that I had to wait for a box, there was one month where they literally showed up like three weeks into the month. And before I knew it, like, you know, the next month is coming and I'm getting the next month's box. But that's been a one off for the most part. They're coming within the first couple of days of the month. I usually receive an email at the end of like May, for example, like, hey, your box has shipped. (laughs) And I just know in the, you know, within the first couple of days of June, the box will be here. And the books are like two months early. If you subscribe, like I'm really, really happy with it. So again, I I just know like the romance line is the first line that I get on there and check to see. Now I kind of alleviate that. They're just going to show up on my doorstep. So if you have a line that you are dedicated to, I personally think it's really worth checking out. And if you're able to treat yourself, go for it. I mean, it's mine, I think has been like 28 or 29 bucks. It's four books, you know, it's four books and I'm going to buy those books anyway, (laughs) you know, so definitely look into it. I just wanted to get on here and shout out that like, I am really enjoying being a subscriber. So if it's something that you have been kind of towing with, I think you should go for it. So let's chat some episodes coming up. So I have been really hustling here. I had, if you've been following me online or maybe I, you know, I've mentioned it on the podcast. I have been looking for employment. I am done with school. I am done with my teaching program. I have taken the exams that I need to take. And I recently accepted an offer for my first teaching position. So come August, August 21st, I will be a first year sixth grade English language arts and reading teacher. And I'm so excited. And so I wanted to really use this time to get episodes recorded. There are a lot of episodes that have been recorded like two weeks ago that probably won't come out until like July, but I really like being ahead of the game. I really want the podcast to continue going. This is also a time of trying to reach new listeners. Uh, If you listen to my episode with my friend Rachel, she touched on this a bit with the Hallmarkies podcast, just how she reached a point where it was like, you know, you have to really ask yourself, have we reached all of the category listeners that we are going to reach? That has been something that Aaron and I have chatted about a lot. And it's kind of like, we never want to turn away from category. We're never going to do that. But like, how do we bring in new listeners who can then check out all of our like amazing author interviews in the backlog and go pick up those books, like, and then get them interested in like what's to come. You know, it's just, it's like brainstorming experimental season currently. So been putting in a lot of work. So some really fun episodes are coming. (laughs) 
I recently did had a Beach Reads conversation with my friend Victoria, who hosts the podcast, The Reader's Couch. That is actually going to be coming up this Saturday. She does this fantastic summer reading guide. She does a reading guide for every season. Summer just so happens to be like her biggest one. Her favorite one is probably the fall. So I will leave links to like where you can keep up with her. But yeah, she she reads the whole gamut, you guys. She reads romance. She reads lit fic. She reads historical fic. She reads nonfic. So if you are looking <laughs> for something to read, she's your girl. But we really sat down and just had a conversation about like, what is a beach read? And she brought some recommendations for, I think, every kind of reader. If you're going to the beach and you want a true crime because you feel like that's really readable at the at the beach, she brings a recommendation. It was really fun. And then I chatted with the Maisie freaking Yates. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We chatted about her new release as a pen name, Ellie Banks. And we chatted all about that. We chatted about presents. We chatted about what's coming next because she is a Desire author. And we all know that unfortunately, sadly, Desire is going away. I'm just... I'm still blown away by that. When Sarah and I were chatting about it, she made a good point. She's like, do you know how long Desire has been running? Like it is such a, I think, historical important part of like the category romance (laughs) canon. (laughs) So it is really sad to see it go. But yeah, she shared what line she will be writing for next because she, she shares in the episode, she did have some books that were contracted, you know, and now the line is going away. So it's like, where do these books go? And she shares in that episode where they are going. And I was really, I don't want to say shocked because I don't want to sound like I was, I kind of figured, but when she said it, I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. It really makes a lot of sense. I can't wait to share it with you guys. So there's a lot of like recommendation episodes coming up. We've just been really having fun inviting friends over to talk about (laughs) what they're enjoying in romance. I really wanted to capture like, what does romance feel like right now? And get that perspective from friends who are like reading romance and talking about romance and sharing romance. So this past weekend, I chatted with the host of the Shelf Love podcast, my friend Andrea, and she read Harlequin Kiss with me. And that was a lot of fun. And then a couple of hours hours later, I chatted with my friend Chloe, who was my go-to for women's fiction. And she shared some women's fiction titles that she thinks, you know, if you're looking for something good to read this summer, she thinks you should pick up. Um, Who else? My friend Isabel from the YouTube channel, Happy For Now, shared some monster romances. Oh my gosh, that was such a fun episode. Cannot wait to share that with you. My friend Samantha has an incredible Instagram called Everlasting Bookworm, and she shared some dark romances. And we just had a really beautiful conversation about like why she loves dark romance so much. And it's interesting because she shared a point. She really cut her teeth as a teenager on romance, reading historical romances and specifically like some of those old bodice rippers. And she's like, they feel very similar. The historical romances she remembers growing up that she read feel very similar in a lot of ways to the dark romances that she's reading now. So it was a really awesome conversation. I cannot wait to share it with you. And then my friend Nadia joined me and she is such just so passionate about books and reading and reading critically. And oh my gosh, we talk everything from like our 90s television show ships to (laughs) 
<laughs> to like her sharing some books and she shared books kind of like based on theme, like what she loves in romance, like forgiveness and small towns and found families. It was wonderful. So a lot of recommendation episodes are coming your way. And I just really cannot wait to introduce you to some of my favorite book people. <laughs> my friend Charles, I have to edit his episode. He came on. He's a huge audiobook lover. And so he shared a couple of like audiobook titles that he thinks people should check out. So yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff coming your way. Um, and yeah, more to come. I recently read Lightning Strikes Twice by Elizabeth Ribb, which I will be like chatting about with my friend Susan here on the podcast. So there's a lot of fun things coming. So if there's anything you would like to hear, hit us up, let us know. Really, I think once I get through this week, <laughs> the hustling can slow down a little bit. I feel like we have some episodes recorded and now I can just kind of focus on getting books read. Really just want to talk more books like that's that's kind of the goal but I'm also prepping because it's like I'm about to start working errands in school we want to keep the, the podcast going so it's like try to get ahead of the game and like yeah breathe new life into it have fun that's where we're at if you made it this far thank you so much for sharing your time with me and hanging out with me today I hope you're doing well again check the show notes I will have links to all the things that I mentioned here and yes reach out let us know I would love to do more of these sit downs if there's anything you would like for me to talk about any books that you've read like that you want me to shout out as like hey Brie you haven't mentioned this one but I read it and it was a banger you need to talk about it email us let me know I would love to share that and yeah coming up this week tomorrow you will get our teen dream may books club episode that Aaron did with author Lisa Lynn and Sarah OG podcast host Sarah came back they chatted uh Sweet Valley High and Babysitter's Club but really you could have read whatever we did not do the best at promoting that this month. It was a crazy busy month, but I edited edited the episode yesterday and like laughed the entire time. It was so fun. And then this Saturday, like I said, will be my chat with my friend Victoria from the podcast, The Reader's Couch. So I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you so much for sticking with us and I'll chat with you in another episode. Have a lovely day, everybody. Bye.